Hello everyone and welcome back to another session of news with Newberry. I will be with you with news right after these songs. Metal surfaces can now be instant bacteria killers thanks to new laser treatment technique. Bacterial pathogens sorry, can live on surfaces for days. But what if frequently touched surfaces such as doorknobs could instantly kill them off? Purdue University engineers have created a laser treatment method that could potentially turn any metal surface into a rapid bacteria killer just by giving the metal surface a different texture. In a study published in the Good News Journal called Advanced Materials Interfaces, the researchers demonstrated that this technique allows the surface of copper to immediately kill off superbugs such as MRC, MRSA. Copper has been used as antimicrobial material for centuries, but it typically takes hours for native copper surfaces to kill off bacteria, said Rahim Rahimi, a Purdue assistant professor of materials engineering. We developed a one-step laser texturing technique that effectively enhances the bacteria-killing properties of copper surface. The technique is not yet tailored to killing viruses, such as the one responsible for the COVID-19 pandemic, which are much smaller than bacteria. But it can effectively kill superbugs, which are caused by bacteria. Since publishing this work, however, Rahimi's team has begun testing this technology on the surfaces of other metals and polymers that are used to reduce risk of bacterial growth and biofilm formation on devices such as orthopedic implants or wearing wearable patches for chronic wounds. Giving implants to antimicrobial sorry I can't say that very well for some reason but giving it to that type of surface would prevent the spread of infection and antibiotic resistance, Rahimi said, because there would be a need for antibiotics to kill bacteria for an implant surface. So, seems like the technique works, and it seems like uh, it's effective. So, from this article, I've learned something new that copper, I did not know copper could kill off bacteria. But it takes over, uh, what did it say, six hours? Yeah, six hours to kill off bacteria, which is way too long, in my opinion. Just like, why, don't, why wouldn't you just like clean it with a Clorox wipe? But with this, it can kill it, kill it up to, what is it? These words are like super tiny for some reason. I'll have to zoom in. One minute and 30 seconds is what this is. On an average of a minute and 30 seconds to kill bacteria. Most bacteria is what it says. So, I think that would work very efficiently. It's just they need to get it tested so that it's approved by um, the World Health Organization. Because a lot of things are that way. Like, there's potential potential fixes for problems and then it just, like, ends up being either not good, like it doesn't work very well, or it's not allowed by the World Medical Health Organization. What is it called? World Healthcare Organization is, I think, what it's called. But um, 
Let's hope it gets approved. It seems very, very effective. And I wonder how expensive it would be, because that's another thing, is how expensive would it be to do this? Because if we were to do it on, say, every doorknob in the world, how much money would that be? Like, can one laser be, like, an infinite amount of bacteria killed? Or does it have to be, like, a new laser for every door? Because if it's a new laser every door, then I really guess it's just, like, a not worth trying it. Because it's going to be a ton of money. Because if you don't know lasers, the lasers that these things are talking about aren't like the little cat lasers. I'm pretty sure everybody knows that. But these are more like UV lasers, uh, X-ray lasers, things that can actually be deadly if you're exposed to too much of it. So, um, it seems like it's just, it's an amount that's just deadly enough that it doesn't cause harm to us, but it causes harm to bacteria. So, kill bacteria, which is a good thing. But, I think it would cost a lot of money. Because, think, think about that. It's basically, basically, I, I guess it would kind of be like, like an x-ray. I don't know. But, what, what I'm thinking on this is like, like an x-ray for every doorknob is how I'm thinking it would be, like, expense-wise. I'm not sure. I'll do some more looking into that. Uh, if I do find out, I'll get back with you later in the day. But if I don't, I'll uh, either drop it or come back another day with that answer. Uh, but hopefully I can find that out. Because that, that, that's a question that keeps on just lingering in my brain. I can't get it out. But for now, let's... We can listen to some of this music, and I'll be back with some more news. So to change it up a little bit from our usually kind of serious talking about news, I don't like doing that every day, so every once in a while I'll do something that's kind of like out of the ordinary and funny. Well, this time it's kind of both. Um, a 64-year-old man accidentally ejected himself from a fighter jet at 2,500 feet. So a surprise, a uh, surprise company outing to an air force base caused a 64-year-old Frenchman to. It's so much stress that he flung himself out of a fighter jet in midair, grabbing the ejector button in a panic and tumbling through the skies above France before landing in a field. The man had been surprised by employees at his firm who had organized a joyride and a Dassault raffle bead jet for him as a surprise treat. But they apparently didn't know their colleague as well as they thought. Once the man arrived in St. Dizier Air, Air Base in northeastern France in March 2019 and realized that his co-workers had arranged, he began to feel extremely stressed. According to the fairly remarkable aviation accident report by the French government, agency. The unnamed man had never expressed any desire to fly in a fighter jet and had no previous military aviation experience. And thanks to a watch he was wearing, which he could measure his heart rate, investigators noticed his heart was in full tachycardia. I think that's what it is. I have no idea what that is. But that was before the flight, with a recorded heart rate of 136 to 142 beats per minute. So that's basically he was standing still, and that's about, uh, 
about my heart rate when I sprint as fast as I can. And he was standing still. Um, so later on in the story, um, it says that, well, like, during, during the flight, um, like, they were, they were doing these tricks, and then the pilot just, like, goes straight up, just pulls and goes straight up, and the guy tried to hold on to something, and he reached up and accidentally pulled the ejection to, to eject the seats, and the the canopy flew off he ejected himself so he's he just got launched into the air at 200 2500 feet and they were going 800 miles per hour so just i mean that that that's insane so what would that be say you're going 40 miles per hour in your car Ah, let's actually say 80. So let's say you're on the interstate going 80 mile per hour in your car. A lot of times that feels pretty fast. Well, then take that times 100. And that's how fast he was going when he ejected himself. And that's that, that's really high up. It'd be a lot of pressure on your body. And apparently his helmet wasn't attached properly either. So his helmet just goes flying. And the pilot is flying with no canopy. And... I mean, I think that would be a pretty amazing view. I mean, just the landscapes. Because you're above a field, so just like the landscape around you. That'd be amazing if you wouldn't pass out. Which I'm not sure if he did. But if you don't pass out, that that would be an amazing view. But I think it would be better in the plane, where you don't have a ton of wind blowing in your face. But, ooh, one question I have also is, um, I wonder if, like... Like, he drifted. Because, like, it's a parachute. I'm not sure if it was, like, it was light enough for the wind to drift him. But that that's high up, so you'd think it would be. Well, let me know what you think about it by emailing us at wmsmediateam at gmail.com. So, again, kind of off topic of news. I get bored of talking about news. Pretty much everybody that knows me knows that. I really don't like news. I like listening to news, but I don't like sharing news with other people. But this is exciting news. Very exciting news. So I just figured out how to use the analytics on airtime for our for the entire WMS radio. Well, I've been looking at the listener count and this is from uh Monday to Tuesday last week. So this is just last week. Um, we had... So I'm just looking at this graph. This graph kind of hard to read. We didn't have so much during nights in quarantine both days. But that's reasonable because nights in quarantine is like in the middle of the night. I mean, when nights in quarantine starts, I'm getting around to go to bed. So I, I can see people not listening much there. Because it kind of just like drops when it hits like 9.30. But then, when it hits our first show, Coffee with Coach Jenkins, um, we hit a spike to about 10 listeners every minute. or Well, not every minute, but like 10 listeners top. It spikes with Coffee with Ch- Coach Jenkins. Then it drops back down like during like 8.30. And then, right as it hits like 8.35, when people know the morning show is, it spikes back up to 12 listeners. So more than 
uh, Coffee with Coach Jenkins. Really, all the listener count is relatively the same. But then we go down during the Lunchbox show. We have about, what would that be, eight listeners? Six to eight listeners the entire time. Then the A-Zone, which is Anna's show, um, we get six to eight listeners. And then that day, um, during my show, we didn't get any kind of listeners. We got eight listeners, eight to nine listeners that day. But then, whoo, the next day, exciting stuff. Nights in quarantine, again, not a ton of listeners. It's reasonable. A lot of people are asleep. But there are some listeners. The most I see on nights in quarantine are four listeners at a time, which I, I can see, definitely. Um, then Coffee with Coach Jenkins comes up that day, and we get, how many is that? Uh, six listeners. So a little less than the day before. But then the morning show. My gosh, that thing spikes. It goes up to 14 listeners. Great achievement. I feel like I just started a YouTube channel. I'm happy because I just got one subscriber or something like that. But this is just... I've never seen this before. It's just... I mean, 12 listeners, that's not a lot. But, I mean, that means 12 people for... Because every single dot here is worth five minutes. That means for entire five minutes, there were 12 people listening. And throughout last week's Tuesday morning show, so last week, just directly last week, for, what would that be, 30 minutes, we had 12 listeners. That is an accomplishment right there. That's how long our old morning shows would pretty much be. But now, now we have so much time for radio, we can just record however long we want. It's It's great. I mean, recently I haven't re- been recording as much. You might notice that. Um, you might notice me having just like three to five times that I actually talk. The rest are just like intros and just like saying goodbye. Well, that's because I'm starting to run out of things to talk about. But this gives me stuff to talk about. So I'm thinking every week we should do an update like this. Probably the first day of the week so it's an easy like measurement. Like a unit of measurement. But... Then we go to the Lunchbox show. We have another a spike. In between the morning show and the Lunchbox show, there's not much. But then we hit a spike in the about middle of the Lunchbox show and we reach 10. So more than uh, a Monday last week. And then for some reason we hit this huge slope here during the A zone. And then we get another small spike. We go up to 6 and then we go down again. Strange. It's like a little, like, it looks like a mountain on the graph. But then, this is what gets me so happy. During my show, oh my gosh, yes. From the beginning to the end of my show, we had an average of 11 listeners. My show that day had the most listeners. I feel amazing. I feel like I just started a YouTube channel and I got my silver plaque. I think that's what it's called. I don't know. But th- this is just... It, the feeling, it's so good that I finally have more listeners than the morning show. Which really, that's not much of an accomplishment because I'm in the morning show also. But still, I have more listeners. So, I, I mean, my philosophy. Philosophy I use for everything. I don't care what it is. Uh, 
whether it be uh, dirt biking, playing video games, doing this, if you come back with more than you left with, then it's a success. I started with about three listeners on my show, and that was usually my family. Now look at us. We're at 14. What a, what, what a series of events. That means we've had 12, at least 12 more listeners. Because, like, my family, we listen all on one device. We just have, like, our phones. We have just one phone that's just plain and all. We act, so, actually, there's four people listening. But it only counts as one person here. So, I don't know. We could have 100 people listening to my show. I don't know. But 14 devices. So, I think that I, that's definitely an accomplishment for me. Um, I think I think the other people that have their shows should look at this, too. It would be a great boost of morale for the entire WMS media team. I might share this with them. Um, but, keep listening. I want to feel this feeling on a larger scale next week. I want to, like, know what it is. I want to embrace it. Invite it in. I love it. So if we can, I ooh, I think I know why this is. I gave you guys that challenge of having a person listen to it. You know what? It worked well. I'm doing it again. This time, I want you to share it with another two people. Can't be the same two people as last week. Another two people. And I want you this time to have one of those two people... Instead of just one recording, I want them to listen to two. I mean, I hate I hate the sound of my own voice. Like, when it comes out of my mouth, I'm fine with it. But when it goes through a computer and comes back out, it sounds different to me. I'm not sure. Maybe that's just because, I, like, in my head I haven't built up what my voice should sound like. And it sounds the same way coming out of my mouth. But after it goes through a computer, it just doesn't sound that way to me. That's why I don't like listening to my voice. It makes me feel awkward. So I never listen to my voice. Ever. But I do like hearing that other people are listening to my voice. Because I think part of that reason is they don't know what... Like, they, they don't have this thought built into their heads that my voice should sound a certain way. But I just love it. It's it's great. It's, it's a boost for me. It, like... Not only is, like, a lot of people, or a lot of people I know, are kind of like, they try to avoid work. Mm, I, I, I invited in, because I'm bored all the time. If I don't have work, I just play Minecraft with my cousin. We started a server. It's actually a pretty good server. Uh, it has a max of 20 people on it. I might invite some of my friends to play on it. I don't know. But... We're not here to talk about Minecraft. We're here to talk about how we got 14 listeners for a total of 30 minutes with nobody leaving. So, once again, just in case you didn't hear me before or you're just now joining, I want you to share my radio show with two people and get at least one of those people to listen to two of my recordings. I don't care about them listening to the songs. So, um, even, even if it's on the replay, so if you don't want to listen to songs, just, like, say it's today. You didn't want to listen to the songs today. Well, guess what? I have good news for you. 
if you go to our website, WMSMediaTeam at gmail, or not at gmail.com, I'm so used to saying that, but um, com. you can go to, uh, I think it's Recap, and you can listen to all the different shows. So if you don't want to listen to all the songs I put up, because I don't record as much as I used to, you can just listen to it the day after it came out, and it'll skip the songs automatically. It'll just do my recordings. So, if you don't like listening to music, great thing for you. I don't care if you listen to it that way, but I want somebody to listen to it. And if you, if you, um, if you are, uh, like, uh, proud of me, I don't know. Sounds like, sounds a little weird saying proud, but, like, if you think I should keep it up, or if you think I'm doing something wrong and you want me to do it a different way, you can email me at, um, 26, E. Newberry, Newberry spelled weird, so it's like N-E-W-B-E-R-R-Y, so just E, and then Newberry, at students, that's a pretty easy word to spell, dot USD 353 dot com, so I will read all your emails, and I will see if I can put that into motion if I can't I'm sorry but I it would be greatly appreciated if you guys can uh, like give me advice on what to do kind of like uh, I know I'm the one talking here but like mentor me I mean just like give me give me things I can work better at or give me new things to do I like challenge I, I need more of it I feel like I'm being repetitive in these shows now so if we can Get other things to do, so, like, you can submit your ideas. I, I don't know, but just do whatever you think you can do. I might set up, later on in the year, I might set up a email just specialized for this show. That way it'll be a lot simpler. It's not my school email. That might work better. And I'm starting to lose my voice. I've been talking for 12 minutes now in this single recording. Jeez. Um, oh, I hate it when I lose my voice, but... But it would be greatly appreciated if you submit your advice and ideas for new topics in this show. Um, if you do have them, make sure to submit them. You don't have to, but it's greatly appreciated, like I said. And we will be um, playing some more music, like always. And then we'll go ahead and end the show and pass it over to Gavin with Nights in Quarantine. All right. Sadly, we have to end today's... I almost said video. I keep watching YouTube. I'm so bored. I keep watching YouTube and uh, they're always like, Okay, we're, we're going to go ahead and end today's video. So it's uh, kind of stuck in my head. That routine checkout of YouTube. I don't like it. But um, we are going to end today's session of News with Newberry. Uh, make sure to give Gavin that boost of morale that I just had last recording by listening to his show. I don't, I don't have a challenge for you that. I'm just saying it would be good for you to do that. Be a great thing to do as a person. Great thing to do for him. I think he'd love it. Because there's not a lot of people that listen there. And I'm still losing my voice. Because, um, you know what? You know what? I think I have an idea. I have an idea. Instead of just, just being a normal recording. So, um, I'm sure most of you know how this routine goes. But, um... Because I've explained it briefly. But I kind of want to explain it a little bit more. So, we have 
I have my home set up. This is in my home. Nothing professional about it. Just like in an office, in my office with a desktop in front of me that I'm using to upload this video. Uh, I'm using Airtime, which is a source fabric product with a tiny little soundboard. It's actually the board that we used for the sports broadcasting, if you ever listen to the sports broadcasting. But um, if you don't know, it's not like we record when you listen every time. Um, I am actually recording everything, just like one hour of just recording. I'll just record everything then. So um, that's why like last recording, I was starting to lose my voice and I'm still losing my voice. Because that's, I just got done doing the last recording. It may not sound like it to you, because right now this is 7 o'clock. Or not 7 o'clock, but uh, 9 o'clock, rather. And last recording was like, what, like 20 minutes ago? But not for me, it was like 1. So, time's all whack, wacky for me. So, if I've said this in past broadcasts. I think it was last week I said this. Maybe it was first week, I think it was the first week that I said this, um, I accidentally said that it, something happened, like, a few minutes ago, and really, for the listeners, for you guys, it actually happened, like, a couple hours ago, so time's all wacky for me, I might see something wrong like that, that is why, I just want to clarify that, I clarify a lot, I just don't like people complaining, I'm not sure why. I, I like people complaining, telling me what I'm doing wrong, but I don't like people complaining about something I already know is happening. It's, it's strange. I have a weird setup in my mind. It's it's very strange for me. But um, just wanted to clarify on that. And I'm going to head. I'm going to go ahead and hand it over to Gavin with the Nights and Quarantine show. So again, kind of off topic of news. I get bored of talking about news. Pretty much everybody that knows me knows that. I really don't like news. I like listening to news, but I don't like sharing news with other people. But this is exciting news. Very exciting news. So I just figured out how to use the analytics on airtime for our for the entire WMS radio. Well, I've been looking at the listener count and this is from uh, Monday to Tuesday last week. So this is just last week. Um, we had... So I'm just looking at this graph. This graph kind of hard to read. We didn't have so much during nights in quarantine both days. But that's reasonable because nights in quarantine is like in the middle of the night. I mean, when nights in quarantine starts, I'm getting around to go to bed. So I, I can see people not listening much there. Because it kind of just, like, drops when it hits, like, 9.30. But then, when it hits our first show, Coffee with Coach Jenkins, um, we hit a spike to about 10 listeners every minute. or Well, not every minute, but, like, 10 listeners top. It spikes with Coffee with Ch- Coach Jenkins. Then it drops back down, like, during, like, 8.30. And then... Right as it hits like 8.35 when people know the morning show is, it spikes back up to 12 listeners. So more than uh, Coffee with Coach Jenkins. Really, all the listener count is relatively the same. But then we go down during the Lunchbox show. We have about, what would that be, 8 listeners? 
six to eight listeners the entire time. Then the A Zone, which is Anna's show, um, we get six to eight listeners. And then that day, um, during my show, we didn't get any kind of listeners. We got eight listeners, eight to nine listeners that day. But then, whoo, the next day, exciting stuff. Nights in quarantine, again, not a ton of listeners. It's reasonable. A lot of people are asleep. But there are some listeners. The most I see on nights in quarantine are four listeners at a time, which I, I can see, definitely. Um, then Coffee with Coach Jenkins comes up that day, and we get, how many is that? Uh, six listeners, so a little less than the day before. But then the morning show, my gosh, that thing spikes. It goes up to 14 listeners. Great achievement. I feel like I just started a YouTube channel. I'm happy because I just got one subscriber or something like that. But th- this is just, I've never seen this before. It's just, I mean, 12 listeners, that's not a lot, but, I mean, that means 12 people for, because every single dot here is worth five minutes. That means for entire five minutes, there were 12 people listening. And throughout last week's Tuesday morning show, so last week, just directly last week, for, what would that be, 30 minutes, we had 12 listeners. That is an accomplishment right there. That's how long our old morning shows would pretty much be. But now now we have so much time for radio. We can just record however long we want. It's it's great. I mean, recently I haven't re- been recording as much. You might notice that. Um, you might notice me having just like three to five times that I actually talk. The rest are just like intros and just like saying goodbye. Well, that's because I'm starting to run out of things to talk about. But this gives me stuff to talk about. So I'm thinking every week we should do an update like this. Probably the first day of the week, so it's an easy, like, measurement. Like a unit of measurement. But then we go to the Lunchbox show. We have another a spike. In between the morning show and the Lunchbox show, there's not much. But then we hit a spike in about the middle of the Lunchbox show and we reach 10. So more than... Uh, Monday last week, and then for some reason we hit this huge slope here during the A zone, and then we get another small spike, we go up to six, and then we go down again, strange, it's like a little, like, it looks like a mountain on the graph, but then, this is what gets me so happy, during my show, oh my gosh, yes, from the beginning to the end of my show, We had an average of 11 listeners. My show that day had the most listeners. I feel amazing. I feel like I just started a YouTube channel and I got my silver plaque. I think that's what it's called. I don't know. But this just... The feeling, it's so good that I finally have more listeners than the morning show. Which really, that's not much of an accomplishment because I'm in the morning show also, but still... I have more listeners. So, I... I mean... My philosophy. Philosophy I've used for everything. I don't care what it is. Uh, whether it be uh, dirt biking, playing video games, doing this. If you come back with more than you left with, then it's a success. I started with about three listeners on my show. 
And that was usually my family. Now look at us. We're at 14. What a what what a series of events. That means we've had 12, at least 12 more listeners. Because, like, my family, we listen all on one device. We just have, like, our phones. We have just one phone that's just plain and all. We act, so actually there's four people listening. But it only counts as one person here. So, I don't know. We could have a hundred people listening to my show. I don't know, but 14 devices. So, I think that I, that's definitely an accomplishment for me. Um, I think I think the other people that have their shows should look at this, too. It would be a great boost of morale for the entire WMS media team. I might share this with them. Um, but, keep listening. I want to feel this feeling on a larger scale next week. I want to, like, know what it is. I want to embrace it. Invite it in. I love it. So if we can, I ooh, I think I know why this is. I gave you guys that challenge of having a person listen to it. You know what? It worked well. I'm doing it again. This time, I want you to share it with another two people. Can't be the same two people as last week. Another two people. And I want you this time to have one of those two people... Instead of just one recording, I want them to listen to two. I mean, I hate I hate the sound of my own voice. Like, when it comes out of my mouth, I'm fine with it. But when it goes through a computer and comes back out, it sounds different to me. I'm not sure. Maybe that's just because, I, like, in my head, I haven't built up what my voice should sound like. And it sounds the same way coming out of my mouth. But after it goes through a computer, it just doesn't sound that way to me. That's why I don't like listening to my voice. It makes me feel awkward. So I never listen to my voice. Ever. But I do like hearing that other people are listening to my voice. Because I think part of that reason is they don't know what... Like, they, they don't have this thought built into their heads that my voice should sound a certain way. But I just love it. It's it's great. It's, it's a boost for me. It, like... Not only is, like, a lot of people, or a lot of people I know, are kind of like, they try to avoid work. Mm, I, I, I'm invited in, because I'm bored all the time. If I don't have work, I just play Minecraft with my cousin. We started a server. It's actually a pretty good server. Uh, it has a max of 20 people on it. I might invite some of my friends to play on it. I don't know. But... We're not here to talk about Minecraft. We're here to talk about how we got 14 listeners for a total of 30 minutes with nobody leaving. So, once again, just in case you didn't hear me before or you're just now joining, I want you to share my radio show with two people and get at least one of those people to listen to two of my recordings. I don't care about them listening to the songs. So, um, even, even if it's on the replay. So, if you don't want to listen to songs, just, like, say it's today. You didn't want to listen to the songs today. Well, guess what? I have good news for you. If you go to our website, wmsmediateam at gmail, or not at gmail.com. I'm so used to saying that. But, um, www.wmsmediateam.com. You can go to, uh, I think it's recap and 
you can listen to all the different shows. So if you don't want to listen to all the songs I put up, because I don't record as much as I used to, you can just listen to it the day after it came out, and it'll skip the songs automatically. It'll just do my recordings. So if you don't like listening to music, great thing for you. I don't care if you listen to it that way, but I want somebody to listen to it. And if you if you um if you are uh like uh proud of me, I don't know. Sounds like sounds a little weird saying proud, but like if you think I should keep it up or if you think I'm doing something wrong and you want me to do it a different way, you can email me at um twenty six E Newberry. Newberry spelled weird, so they just like N E W B E R R Y. So just E and then Newberry. At students, that's a pretty easy word to spell. Dot USD three five three dot com. So I will read all your emails and I will see if I can put that into motion. If I can't, I'm sorry, but I it would be greatly appreciated if you guys can uh Give me advice on what to do. Kind of like, uh... I know I'm the one talking here, but, like, mentor me. I mean, just, like, give me... Give me things I can work better at. Or give me new things to do. I like challenge. I I need more of it. I feel like I'm being repetitive in these shows now, so... If we can... Get other things to do, so, like... You can submit your ideas. I, I don't know, but just do whatever you think you can do. I might set up... Later on in the year, I might set up a email just specialized for this show. That way, it'll be a lot simpler. It's not my school email. That might work better. And I'm starting to lose my voice. I've been talking for 12 minutes now in this single recording. Jeez. Um, oh, I hate it when I lose my voice. But, but it would be greatly appreciated if you submit your advice and ideas for new topics in this show. Um, if you do have them, make sure to submit them. You don't have to, but it's greatly appreciated, like I said. And we will be, um, playing some more music, like always. And then we'll go ahead and end the show and pass it over to Gavin with Nights in Quarantine. Alright, sadly, we have to end today's, I almost said video. I keep watching YouTube. I'm so bored. I keep watching YouTube, and uh, they're always like, "Okay, we're, we're gonna go ahead and end today's video." So it's uh kind of stuck in my head that routine checkout of YouTube. I don't like it, but um, we are going to end today's session of news with Newberry. Uh, make sure to give Gavin that boost of morale that I just had last recording by listening to his show. I, I don't I don't have a challenge for you that I'm just saying it would be good. Way to do that. Be a great thing to do as a person. Great thing to do for him. I think he'd love it. Because <clears throat> there's not a lot of people that listen then. And I'm still losing my voice. Because, um... You know what? You know what? I think I have an idea. I have an idea. Instead of just, just being a normal recording. So, um... I'm sure most of you know how this routine goes. But, um... Because I've explained it briefly. But I kind of want to explain it a little bit more. So, we have... I have my home set up. This is in my home. Nothing professional about it. Just like in an office, in my office with a desktop in front of me that I'm using to upload this video. Um, I'm using Airtime, which is a source fabric product. 
with a tiny little soundboard. It's actually the board that we used for the sports broadcasting, if you ever listen to the sports broadcasting. But um, if you don't know, it's not like we record when you listen every time. Um, I am actually recording everything, just like one hour of just recording. I'll just record everything then. So um, that's why, like, last recording, I was starting to lose my voice, and I'm still losing my voice. Because that's, I just got done doing the last recording. It might not sound like it to you, because right now this is 7 o'clock. Or not 7 o'clock, but uh, 9 o'clock, rather. And last recording was, like, what, like 20 minutes ago? But not for me, it was, like, 1. So time's all whack, wacky for me. So if I've said this in past broadcasts. I think it was last week I said this. Maybe it was first week. I think it was the first week that I said this. Um, I accidentally said that it something happened like a few minutes ago and really for the listeners, for you guys, it actually happened like a couple hours ago. So time's all wacky for me. I might see something wrong like that. That is why. I just want to clarify that. I clarify a lot. I just don't like people complaining. I'm not sure why. I, I like people complaining, telling me what I'm doing wrong, but I don't like people complaining about something I already know is happening. It's, it's strange. I have a weird setup in my mind. It's it's very strange for me. But um, just wanted to clarify on that. And I'm going to head. I'm going to go ahead and hand it over to Gavin with the Nights and Quarantine Show. Hello everyone and welcome back to another session of News with Newberry. I will be with you with some news right after these songs. Metal surfaces can now be instant bacteria killers thanks to new laser treatment technique. Bacterial pathogens sorry, can live on surfaces for days. But what if frequently touched surfaces such as doorknobs could instantly kill them off? Purdue University engineers have created a laser treatment method that could potentially turn any metal surface into a rapid bacteria killer just by giving the metal surface a different texture. In a study published in the Good News Journal called Advanced Materials Interfaces, the researchers demonstrated that this technique allows the surface of copper to immediately kill off superbugs such as MRSA. Copper has been used as antimicrobial material for centuries, but it typically takes hours for native copper surfaces to kill off bacteria, said Rahim Rahimi, a Purdue assistant professor of materials engineering. We developed a one-step laser texturing technique that effectively enhances the bacteria-killing properties of copper surface. The technique is not yet tailored to killing viruses, such as the one responsible for the COVID-19 pandemic, which are much smaller than bacteria. But it can effectively kill superbugs, which are caused by bacteria. Since publishing this work, however, Rahimi's team has begun testing this technology on the surfaces of other metals and polymers that are used to reduce risk of bacterial growth and biofilm 
formation on devices such as orthopedic implants or wearing wearable patches for chronic wounds. Giving implants to antimicrobial, sorry, I can't say that very well for some reason, but giving it to that type of surface would prevent the spread of infection and antibiotic resistance, Rahimi said, because there would be a need for antibiotics to kill bacteria for an implant surface. So, seems like the technique works, and it seems like uh, it's effective. So, from this article, I've learned something new that copper... I did not know copper could kill off bacteria. But, it takes over... uh, What did it say? Six hours? Yeah, six hours to kill off bacteria. Which is way too long, in my opinion. Just like, why why wouldn't you just like clean it with a Clorox wipe? But with this, it can kill kill it up to... What is it? These words are, like, super tiny for some reason. I'll have to zoom in. One minute and 30 seconds is what this is. On an average of a minute and 30 seconds to kill bacteria. Most bacteria is what it says. So, I think that would work very efficiently. It's just they need to get it tested so that it's approved by um, the World Health Organization. Because a lot of things are that way. Like, there's potential potential fixes for problems and then it just like ends up being either not good like it doesn't work very well or it's not allowed by the world medical health organization what is it called world healthcare organization is i think what it's called but um let's hope it gets approved it seems very very effective and i wonder how expensive it would be because that's another thing is how expensive would it be to do this? Because if we were to do it on, say, every doorknob in the world, how much money would that be? Like, can one laser be, like, an infinite amount of bacteria killed? Or does it have to be, like, a new laser for every door? Because if it's a new laser every door, then I really guess it's just, like, a not worth trying it. Because it's going to be a ton of money. Because... If you don't know lasers, the lasers that these things are talking about aren't like the little cat lasers. I'm pretty sure everybody knows that. But these are more like UV lasers, uh, X-ray lasers, things that can actually be deadly if you're exposed to too much of it. So, um, it seems like it's just, it's an amount that's just deadly enough that it doesn't cause harm to us, but it causes harm to bacteria. So it'll kill bacteria, which is a good thing. But I think it would cost a lot of money. Cause think, think about that. It's basically, basically, I I guess it would kind of be like, like an X-ray. I don't know. But what what I'm thinking on this is like, think an X-ray for every doorknob is how I'm thinking it would be like expense-wise. I'm not sure. I'll do some more looking into that. Uh, if I do find out, I'll get back with you later in the day. But if I don't, I'll uh, either drop it or come back another day with that answer. Uh, but hopefully I can find that out. Because that, that, that's a question that keeps on just lingering in my brain. I can't get it out. But for now, let's we can listen to some of this music. And I'll be back with some more news. 
So again, kind of off topic of news. I get bored of talking about news. Pretty much everybody that knows me knows that. I really don't like news. I like listening to news, but I don't like sharing news with other people. But this is exciting news. Very exciting news. So I just figured out how to use the analytics on airtime for our for the entire WMS radio. Well, I've been looking at the listener count and this is from uh Monday to Tuesday last week. So this is just last week. Um we had so I'm just looking at this graph. This graph kind of hard to read. We didn't have so much during nights in quarantine, both days, but that's reasonable because nights in quarantine is like in the middle of the night. I mean, when nights in quarantine starts, I'm getting around to go to bed, so I, I can see people not listening much there because it kind of just like drops when it hits like 9.30. But then when it hits our first show, A Coffee with Coach Jenkins, um, we hit a spike to about 10 listeners every minute. Or, well, not every minute, but like 10 listeners top, it spikes with coffee with Ch- Coach Jenkins. Then it drops back down, like during like 8.30. And then right as it hits like 8.35 when people know the morning show is, it spikes back up to 12 listeners. So more than uh, coffee with Coach Jenkins. Really, all the listener count is relatively the same. But then we go down during the Lunchbox show. We have about, what would that be, eight listeners? Six to eight listeners the entire time. Then the A-Zone, which is Anna's show, um, we get six to eight listeners. And then that day, um, during my show, we didn't get any kind of listeners. We got eight listeners, eight to nine listeners that day. But then, whoo, the next day, exciting stuff. Nights in quarantine, again, not a ton of listeners. It's reasonable. A lot of people are asleep. But there are some listeners. The most I see on nights in quarantine are four listeners at a time, which I, I can see, definitely. Um, Then Coffee with Coach Jenkins comes up that day, and we get, how many is that? Uh, Six listeners. So a little less than the day before. But then the morning show. My gosh, that thing spikes. It goes up to 14 listeners. Great achievement. I feel like I just started a YouTube channel. I'm happy because I just got one subscriber or something like that. But th- this is just... I've never seen this before. It's just... I mean, 12 listeners, that's not a lot. But, I mean, that means 12 people for... Because every single dot here is worth five minutes. That means for entire five minutes, there were 12 people listening. And throughout last week's Tuesday morning show, so last week, just directly last week, for, what would that be, 30 minutes, we had 12 listeners. That is an accomplishment right there. That's how long our old morning shows would pretty much be. But now, now we have so much time for radio, we can just record however long we want. It's It's great. I mean, recently I haven't been recording as much. You might notice that. Um, You might notice me having just like three to five times that I actually talk. The rest are just like intros and just like saying goodbye. 
well, that's because I'm starting to run out of things to talk about. But this gives me stuff to talk about. So I'm thinking every week we should do an update like this. Probably the first day of the week, so it's an easy, like, measurement. Like a unit of measurement. But then we go to the Lunchbox show. We have another a spike. In between the morning show and the Lunchbox show, there's not much. But then we hit a spike in the about middle of the Lunchbox show and we reach 10. So more than... Uh, Monday last week. And uh, then, for some reason, we hit this huge slope here during the A zone. And then we get another small spike. We go up to six. And then we go down again. Strange. It's like a little, like, it looks like a mountain on the graph. But then, this is what gets me so happy. During my show, oh my gosh, yes. From the beginning to the end of my show, we had an average of 11 listeners. My show that day had the most listeners. I feel amazing. I feel like I just started a YouTube channel and I got my silver plaque. I think that's what it's called. I don't know. But th this just, it, the feeling, it's so good that I finally have more listeners than the morning show. Which really, that's not much of an accomplishment because I'm in the morning show also, but still... I had more listeners. So, I I mean, my philosophy, philosophy I use for everything. I don't care what it is. Uh, whether it be uh, dirt biking, playing video games, doing this. If you come back with more than you left with, then it's a success. I started with about three listeners on my show. And that was usually my family. Now look at us. We're at 14 what a what what a series of events that means we've had 12 at least 12 more listeners cuz like my family we listen all on one device we just have like our phones we have just one phone that's just playing and all we act so actually there's four people listening but it only counts as one person here so i don't know we could have 100 people listening to my show i don't know but 14 devices so, I think that's definitely an accomplishment for me. Uh, I think I think the other people that have their shows should look at this, too. It would be a great boost of morale for the entire WMS media team. I might share this with them. Um, but, keep listening. I want to feel this feeling on a larger scale next week. I want to, like, know what it is. I want to embrace it. Invite it in. I love it. So if we can, I ooh, I think I know why this is. I gave you guys that challenge of having a person listen to it. You know what? It worked well. I'm doing it again. This time, I want you to share it with another two people. Can't be the same two people as last week. Another two people. And I want you this time to have one of those two people... Instead of just one recording, I want them to listen to two. I mean, I hate I hate the sound of my own voice. Like, when it comes out of my mouth, I'm fine with it. But when it goes through a computer and comes back out, it sounds different to me. I'm not sure. Maybe that's just because, I, like, in my head, I haven't built up what my voice should sound like. And it sounds the same way coming out of my mouth. But after it goes through a computer, it just doesn't sound that way to me. 
That's why I don't like listening to my voice. It makes me feel awkward. So I never listen to my voice. Ever. But I do like hearing that other people are listening to my voice. Because I think part of that reason is they don't know what... Like, they, they don't have this thought built into their heads that my voice should sound a certain way. But I just love it. It's it's great. It's it's a boost for me. It, like, not only is... Like, a lot of people... You know, a lot of people I know are kind of like, they try to avoid work. Mm, I, I, I'm invited in, because I'm bored all the time. If I don't have work, I just play Minecraft with my cousin. We started a server. It's actually a pretty good server. I has a max of 20 people on it. I might invite some of my friends to play on it. I don't know. But we're not here to talk about Minecraft. We're here to talk about how we got 14 listeners for a total of 30 minutes with nobody leaving. So, once again, just in case you didn't hear me before or you're just now joining, I want you to share my radio show with two people and get at least one of those people to listen to two of my recordings. I don't care about them listening to the songs. So, um, even even if it's on the replay. So, if you don't want to listen to songs, just like say it's today. You didn't want to listen to the songs today. Well, guess what? I have good news for you. If you go to our website, wmsmediateam at gmail, or not at gmail.com, I'm so used to saying that, but um, uh, com. you can go to, uh, I think it's Recap, and you can listen to all the different shows. So if you don't want to listen to all the songs I put up, because I don't record as much as I used to, you can just listen to it the day after it came out, and it'll skip the songs automatically. It'll just do my recordings. So, if you don't like listening to music, great thing for you. I don't care if you listen to it that way, but I want somebody to listen to it. And if you, if you, um, if you are, uh, like, uh, proud of me, I don't know. Sounds like, sounds a little weird saying proud, but, like, if you think I should keep it up, or if you think I'm doing something wrong and you want me to do it a different way, you can email me at, um, 26, E. Newberry, Newberry spelled weird, so it's like N-E-W-B-E-R-R-Y, so just E, and then Newberry, at students, that's a pretty easy word to spell, dot USD 353 dot com, so I will read all your emails, and I will see if I can put that into motion if I can't I'm sorry but I it would be greatly appreciated if you guys can uh, like give me advice on what to do kind of like uh, I know I'm the one talking here but like mentor me I mean just like give me give me things I can work better at or give me new things to do I like challenge I, I need more of it I feel like I'm being repetitive in these shows now so if we can Get other things to do, so, like, you can submit your ideas. I, I don't know, but just do whatever you think you can do. I might set up, later on in the year, I might set up a email just specialized for this show. That way it'll be a lot simpler. It's not my school email. That might work better. And I'm starting to lose my voice. I've been talking for 12 minutes now in this single recording. Jeez. 
Um, oh, I hate it when I lose my voice, but but it would be greatly appreciated if you submit your advice and ideas for new topics in this show. Um, if you do have them, make sure to submit them. You don't have to, but it's greatly appreciated, like I said. And we will be um, playing some more music, like always. And then we'll go ahead and end the show and pass it over to Gavin with Nights in Quarantine. All right. Sadly, we have to end today's, I almost said video. I keep watching YouTube. I'm so bored. I keep watching YouTube and uh, they're always like, okay, we're going to go ahead and end today's video. So it's kind of stuck in my head, that routine checkout of YouTube. I don't like it. But um, we are going to end today's session of News with Newberry. Uh, Make sure to give Gavin that boost of morale that I just had last recording by listening to his show. I, I I don't have a challenge for you that. I'm just saying it would be good for you to do that. Be a great thing to do as a person. Great thing to do for him. I think he'd love it because there's not a lot of people that listen then. And I'm still losing my voice because, um, you know what? You know what? I think I have an idea. I have an idea. Instead of just, just being a normal recording. So, um, I'm sure most of you know how this routine goes. But, um, because I've explained it briefly. But I kind of want to explain it a little bit more. So, we have, I have my home set up. This is in my home. Nothing professional about it. Just like in an office in my office with a desktop in front of me that I'm using to upload this video. I'm using Airtime, which is a source fabric product with a tiny little soundboard. It's actually the board that we used for the sports broadcasting, if you ever listen to the sports broadcasting. But um, if you don't know, it's not like we record when you listen every time. Um, I am actually recording everything, just like... One hour of just recording. I'll just record everything then. So, um, that's why, like, last recording, I was starting to lose my voice, and I'm still losing my voice. Because that's, I just got done doing the last recording. It might not sound like it to you, because right now this is 7 o'clock. Or not 7 o'clock, but, uh, 9 o'clock, rather. And last recording was, like, what, like, 20 minutes ago? But not for me, it was, like, 1. So, time's all whack wacky for me, so if I've said this in past broadcasts, I think it was last week I said this, maybe it was first week, I think it was the first week that I said this, um, I accidentally said that it something happened like a few minutes ago, and really, for the listeners, for you guys, it actually happened like a couple hours ago. So time's all wacky for me. I might see something wrong like that. That is why. I just want to clarify that. I clarify a lot. I just don't like people complaining. I'm not sure why. I, I like people complaining, telling me what I'm doing wrong. But I don't like people complaining about something I already know is happening. It's, it's strange. I have a weird setup in my mind. It's it's very strange for me. But um, just wanted to clarify on that. And I'm going to head... I'm going to go ahead and hand it over to Gavin with the Nights and Quarantine show. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another session of News with Newberry. I will be with you with some news right after these songs. Metal surfaces can now be 
instant bacteria killers thanks to new laser treatment technique. Bacterial pathogens sorry, can live on surfaces for days. But what if frequently touched surfaces such as doorknobs could instantly kill them off? Purdue University engineers have created a laser treatment method that could potentially turn any metal surface into a rapid bacteria killer just by giving the metal surface a different texture. In a study published in the Good News Journal called Advanced Materials Interfaces, the researchers demonstrated that this technique allows the surface of copper to immediately kill off superbugs such as MRSA. Copper has been used as antimicrobial material for centuries, but it typically takes hours for native copper surfaces to kill off bacteria, said Rahim Rahimi, a Purdue assistant professor of materials engineering. We developed a one-step laser texturing technique that effectively enhances the bacteria-killing properties of copper surface. The technique is not yet tailored to killing viruses, such as the one responsible for the COVID-19 pandemic, which are much smaller than bacteria. But it can effectively kill superbugs, which are caused by bacteria. Since publishing this work, however, Rahimi's team has begun testing this technology on the surfaces of other metals and polymers that are used to reduce risk of bacterial growth and biofilm formation on devices such as orthopedic implants or wearing wearable patches for chronic wounds. Giving implants to anchor, a- antimicrobial sorry I can't say that very well for some reason but giving it to that type of surface would prevent the spread of infection and antibiotic resistance, Rahimi said, because there would be a need for antibiotics to kill bacteria for an implant surface. So, seems like the technique works, and it seems like uh, it's effective. So, from this article, I've learned something new that copper, I did not know copper could kill off bacteria. But it takes over, uh, what did it say, six hours? Yeah, six hours to kill off bacteria, which is way too long, in my opinion. Just like, why, why wouldn't you just like clean it with a Clorox wipe? But with this, it can kill it, kill it up to, what is it? These words are like super tiny for some reason. I'll have to zoom in. One minute and 30 seconds is what this is. On an average of a minute and 30 seconds to kill bacteria. Most bacteria is what it says. So, I think that would work very efficiently. It's just they need to get it tested so that it's approved by um, the World Health Organization. Because a lot of things are that way. Like, there's potential potential fixes for problems and then it just, like, ends up being either not good, like it doesn't work very well, or it's not allowed by the World Medical Health Organization. What is it called? World Healthcare Organization is, I think, what it's called. But um, let's hope it gets approved. It seems very, very effective. And I wonder how expensive it would be, because that's another thing, is how expensive would it be to do this? Because if we were to do it on, say, 
every doorknob in the world, how much money would that be? Like, can one laser be, like, an infinite amount of bacteria killed? Or does it have to be, like, a new laser for every door? Because if it's a new laser every door, then I really guess it's just, like, a not worth trying it. Because it's going to be a ton of money. Because if you don't know lasers, the lasers that these things are talking about aren't like the little cat lasers. I'm pretty sure everybody knows that. But these are more like UV lasers, uh, X-ray lasers, things that can actually be deadly if you're exposed to too much of it. So, um, it seems like it's just, it's an amount that's just deadly enough that it doesn't cause harm to us, but it causes harm to bacteria. So it'll kill bacteria, which is a good thing. But I think it would cost a lot of money. Because think, think about that, it's basically, basically, I I guess it would kind of be like, like an x-ray. I don't know. But what, what I'm thinking on this is like, like an x-ray for every doorknob is how I'm thinking it would be, like, expense-wise. I'm not sure. I'll do some more looking into that. Uh, if I do find out, I'll get back with you later in the day. But if I don't, I'll uh, either drop it or come back another day with that answer. Uh, but hopefully I can find that out. Because that, that, that's a question that keeps on just lingering in my brain. I can't get it out. But for now, let's... We can listen to some of this music, and I'll be back with some more news. So to change it up a little bit from our usually kind of serious talking about news, I don't like doing that every day, so every once in a while I'll do something that's kind of like out of the ordinary and funny. Well, this time it's kind of both. Um, a 64-year-old man accidentally ejected himself from a fighter jet at 2,500 feet. So a surprise, com- uh, surprise company outing into an Air Force base caused a 64-year-old Frenchman to... It's so much stress that he flung himself out of a fighter jet in midair, grabbing the ejector button in a panic and tumbling through the skies above France before landing in a field. The man had been surprised by employees at his firm who had organized a joyride and a Dassault raffle bead jet for him as a surprise treat. But they apparently didn't know their colleague as well as they thought. Once the man arrived in St. Dizier Air, Air Base in northeastern France in March 2019 and realized that his co-workers had arranged, he began to feel extremely stressed. According to the fairly remarkable aviation accident report by the French government, agency. The unnamed man had never expressed any desire to fly in a fighter jet and had no previous military aviation experience. And thanks to a watch he was wearing, which he could measure his heart rate, investigators noticed his heart was in full tachycardia. I think that's what it is. I have no idea what that is. But that was before the flight, with a recorded heart rate of 136 to 142 beats per minute. So that's basically, he was standing still, and that's about, uh, about my heart rate when I sprint as fast as I can. And he was standing still. Um, so later on in the story, um, it says that, 
well, like during during the flight, um, like they were they were doing these tricks, and then the pilot just like goes straight up, just pulls, and goes straight up, and the guy trying to hold on to something, and he reached up and accidentally pulled the ejection to to eject the seats, and the the canopy flew off. He ejected himself, so he's. He just got launched into the air at 2,500 feet, and they were going 800 miles per hour. So, just, I mean, that, that, that's insane. So, what would that be? Say you're going 40 miles per hour in your car. Ah, let's actually say 80. So, let's say you're on the interstate going 80 miles per hour in your car. A lot of times that feels pretty fast. Well, then take that times 100. And that's how fast he was going when he ejected himself. And that's that, that's really high up. It'd be a lot of pressure on your body. And apparently his helmet wasn't attached properly either. So his helmet just goes flying. And the pilot is flying with no canopy. And I, mean, I, I think that would be a pretty amazing view. I mean, just the landscapes, because you're above a field, so just, like, the landscape around you, that'd be amazing if you wouldn't pass out, which I'm not sure if he did, but if you don't pass out in that, that would be an amazing view, but I think it would be better in the plane, where you don't have a ton of wind blowing in your face, but, ooh, one question I have also is, um, I wonder if, like, like, he drifted, because, like, it's a parachute, I'm not sure if it was like it was light enough for the wind to drift him, but that that's high up, so you'd think it would be. Well, let me know what you think about it by emailing us at wmsmediateam at gmail dot com. All right, sadly, we have to end today's. I almost said video. I keep watching YouTube. I'm so bored. I keep watching YouTube, and uh, they're always like, "Okay, we're we're gonna go ahead and end today's video." So it's uh kind of stuck in my head that routine checkout of YouTube. I don't like it, but um, we are going to end today's session of news with Newberry. Um, uh, make sure to give Gavin that boost of morale that I just had last recording by listening to his show. I I don't I don't have a challenge for you that I'm just saying it would be good for you to do that. Be a great thing to do as a person. Great thing to do for him. I think he'd love it. <coughs> Because there's not a lot of people that listen then. And I'm still losing my voice. Because, um... You know what? You know what? I think I have an idea. I have an idea. Instead of just, just being a normal recording. So, um... I'm sure most of you know how this routine goes. But, um... Because I've explained it briefly. But I kind of want to explain it a little bit more. So, we have... I have my home set up. This is in my home. Nothing professional about it. Just, like, in an office. In my office with... A desktop in front of me that I'm using to upload this video. Uh, I'm using Airtime, which is a source fabric product with a tiny little soundboard. It's actually the board that we used for the sports broadcasting, if you ever listen to the sports broadcasting. But um, if you don't know, it's not like we record when you listen every time. Um, I am actually recording everything, just like one hour of just recording. I'll just record everything then. So, um, that's why, like, 
last recording, I was starting to lose my voice, and I'm still losing my voice, because that's, I just got done doing the last recording. It might not sound like it to you, because right now this is 7 o'clock, or not 7 o'clock, but uh, 9 o'clock, rather, and last recording was like, what, like 20 minutes ago, but not for me, it was like 1. So, time's all whack, wacky for me, so if I said this in past broadcasts. I think it was last week I said this. Maybe it was first week. I think it was the first week that I said this. Um, I accidentally said that it something happened like a few minutes ago. And really, for the listeners, for you guys, it actually happened like a couple hours ago. So time's so wacky for me. I might see something wrong like that. That is why. I just want to clarify that. I clarify a lot. I just don't like people complaining. I'm not sure why. I, I like people complaining, telling me what I'm doing wrong. But I don't like people complaining about something I already know is happening. It's, it's strange. I have a weird setup in my mind. It's it's very strange for me. But um, just wanted to clarify on that. And I'm going to head. I'm going to go ahead and hand it over to Gavin with the Nights and Quarantine Show. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another session of News with Newberry. I'm going to be with you with some news right after these songs. Metal surfaces can now be instant bacteria killers thanks to new laser treatment technique. Bacterial pathogens sorry, can live on surfaces for days. But what if frequently touched surfaces such as doorknobs could instantly kill them off? Purdue University engineers have created a laser treatment method that could potentially turn any metal surface into a rapid bacteria killer just by giving the metal surface a different texture. In a study published in the Good News Journal called Advanced Materials Interfaces, the researchers demonstrated that this technique allows the surface of copper to immediately kill off superbugs such as MRSA. Copper has been used as antimicrobial material for centuries, but it typically takes hours for native copper surfaces to kill off bacteria, said Rahim Rahimi, a Purdue assistant professor of materials engineering. We developed a one-step laser texturing technique that effectively enhances the bacteria-killing properties of copper surface. The technique is not yet tailored to killing viruses, such as the one responsible for the COVID-19 pandemic, which are much smaller than bacteria. But it can effectively kill superbugs, which are caused by bacteria. Since publishing this work, however, Rahimi's team has begun testing this technology on the surfaces of other metals and polymers that are used to reduce risk of bacterial growth and biofilm formation on devices such as orthopedic implants or wearing wearable patches for chronic wounds. Giving implants to antimicrobial, sorry I can't say that very well for some reason, but giving it to that type of surface would prevent the spread of infection and antibiotic resistance. Rahimi said, because there would be a need for antibiotics to kill bacteria for an implant surface. So, 
seems like the technique works, and it seems like um, it's effective. So, from this article, I've learned something new that copper, I did not know copper could kill off bacteria, but it takes over, uh, what did it say, six hours? Yeah, six hours to kill off bacteria, which is way too long, in my opinion, just like, why don't, why don't you just like clean it with a Clorox wipe? But with this, it can kill it, kill it up to, what is it? These words are like super tiny for some reason. I'll zoom in. One minute and 30 seconds is what this says. On an average of a minute and 30 seconds to kill bacteria. Most bacteria is what it says. So, I think that would work very efficiently. It's just they need to get it tested so that it's approved by um, the World Health Organization. Because a lot of things are that way. Like, there's potential potential fixes for problems, and then it just, like, ends up being either not good, like, it doesn't work very well, or it's not allowed by the World Medical Health Organization. What is it called? World Healthcare Organization is, I think, what it's called. But, um... Let's hope it gets approved. It seems very, very effective. And I wonder how expensive it would be. Because that's another thing. Is how expensive would it be to do this? Because if we were to do it on, say, every doorknob in the world. How much money would that be? Like, can one laser be like an infinite amount of bacteria killed? Or does it have to be like a new laser for every door? Because if it's a new laser every door, then I really guess it's just, like, a not worth trying it. Because it's going to be a ton of money. Because if you don't know lasers, the lasers that these things are talking about aren't like the little cat lasers. I'm pretty sure everybody knows that. But these are more like UV lasers, uh, X-ray lasers, things that can actually be deadly if you're exposed to too much of it. So, um, it seems like it's just, it's an amount that's just deadly enough that it doesn't cause harm to us, but it causes harm to bacteria. So, it'll kill bacteria, which is a good thing. But, I think it would cost a lot of money. Because, think, think about that, it's basically, basically, I, I guess it would kind of be like, like an x-ray. I don't know. But, what, what I'm thinking on this is like, it's like an x-ray for every doorknob is how I'm thinking it would be, like, expense-wise. I'm not sure. I'll do some more looking into that. Uh, if I do find out, I'll get back with you later in the day. But if I don't, I'll uh, either drop it or come back another day with that answer. Uh, but hopefully I can find that out. Because that, that, that's a question that keeps on just lingering in my brain. I can't get it out. But for now, let's... We can listen to some of this music, and I'll be back with some more news. So to change it up a little bit from our usually kind of serious talking about news, I don't like doing that every day, so every once in a while I'll do something that's kind of like out of the ordinary and funny. Well, this time it's kind of both. Um, a 64-year-old man accidentally ejected himself from a fighter jet at 2,500 feet. So a surprise, com uh, surprise company outing to an Air Force base 
caused a 64-year-old Frenchman to... It's so much stress that he flung himself out of a fighter jet in midair, grabbing the ejector button in a panic and tumbling through the skies above France before landing in a field. The man had been surprised by employees at his firm who had organized a joyride and a Dassault raffle peed jet for him as a surprise treat, but they apparently didn't know their colleague as well as they thought. Once the man arrived in St. Dizier Air airbase in northeastern France in March 2019 and realized that his co-workers had arranged. He began to feel extremely stressed. According to the fairly remarkable aviation accident report by the French government agency, the unnamed man had never expressed any desire to fly in a fighter jet and had no previous military aviation experience. And thanks to a watch he was wearing, which he could measure his heart rate. Investigators noticed his heart was in full tachycardia. I think that's what it is. I have no idea what that is. But that was before the flight with a recorded heart rate of 136 to 142 beats per minute. So that's basically he was standing still, and that's about, uh, about my heart rate when I sprint as fast as I can. And he was standing still. Um... So later on in the story, um, it says that, well, like, during, during the flight, um, like, they were, they were doing these tricks, and then the pilot just, like, goes straight up, just pulls and goes straight up, and the guy trying to hold on to something, and he reached up and accidentally pulled the ejection to, to eject the seats, and the... The canopy flew off. He ejected himself, so he's he just got launched into the air at 2,500 feet, and they were going 800 miles per hour. So just, I mean, that that that's insane. So what would that be? Say you're going 40 miles per hour in your car. Uh, let's actually say 80. So let's say you're on the interstate going 80 mile per hour in your car. A lot of times that feels pretty fast. Well, then take that times 100. And that's how fast he was going when he ejected himself. And that's, that, that's really high up. It'd be a lot of pressure on your body. And apparently his helmet wasn't attached properly either. So his helmet just goes flying. And the pilot is flying with no canopy. And... I mean, I think that would be a pretty amazing view. I mean, just the landscapes. Because you're above a field, so just like the landscape around you. That'd be amazing if you wouldn't pass out. Which I'm not sure if he did. But if you don't pass out in that, that would be an amazing view. But I think it would be better in the plane, where you don't have a ton of wind blowing in your face. But, ooh, one question I have also is, um, I wonder if, like... Like, he drifted. Because, like, it's a parachute. I'm not sure if it was, like, it was light enough for the wind to drift him. But that that's high up, so you'd think it would be. Well, let me know what you think about it by emailing us at wmsmediateam at gmail.com. So, again, kind of off topic of news. I get bored of talking about news. Pretty much everybody that knows me knows that. I 
really don't like news. I like listening to news, but I don't like sharing news with other people. But this is exciting news. Very exciting news. So I just figured out how to use the analytics on airtime for our for the entire WMS radio. Well, I've been looking at the listener count and this is from uh Monday to Tuesday last week. So this is just last week. Um we had so I'm just looking at this graph. This graph kind of hard to read. We didn't have so much during nights in quarantine, both days, but that's reasonable because nights in quarantine is like in the middle of the night. I mean, when nights in quarantine starts, I'm getting around to go to bed. So I, I can see people not listening much there because it kind of just like drops when it hits like 9.30. But then when it hits our first show, Coffee with Coach Jenkins, um, we hit a spike to about 10 listeners every minute. Or, well, not every minute, but like 10 listeners top, it spikes with coffee with Coach Jenkins. Then it drops back down, like, during, like, 8.30. And then, right as it hits, like, 8.35, when people know the morning show is, it spikes back up to 12 listeners. So, more than uh, coffee with Coach Jenkins. Really, all the listener count is relatively the same. But then we go down during the Lunchbox show. We have about, what would that be, eight listeners? Six to eight listeners the entire time. Then the A-Zone, which is Anna's show, um, we get six to eight listeners. And then that day, um, during my show, we didn't get any kind of listeners. We got eight listeners, eight to nine listeners that day. But then, whoo, the next day, exciting stuff. Nights in quarantine, again, not a ton of listeners. It's reasonable. A lot of people are asleep. But there are some listeners. The most I see on nights in quarantine are four listeners at a time, which I, I can see, definitely. Um, then Coffee with Coach Jenkins comes up that day, and we get, how many is that? Uh, six listeners. So, a little less than the day before. But then, the morning show. My gosh, that thing spikes. It goes up to 14 listeners. Great achievement. I feel like I just started a YouTube channel. I'm happy because I just got one subscriber or something like that. But th this is just... I've never seen this before. It's just... I mean, 12 listeners, that's not a lot. But, I mean, that means 12 people. For... Because every single dot here is worth five minutes. That means for entire five minutes, there were 12 people listening. And throughout last week's Tuesday morning show, so last week, just directly last week, for, what would that be, 30 minutes, we had 12 listeners. That is an accomplishment right there. That's how long our old morning shows would pretty much be. But now, now we have so much time for radio, we can just record however long we want. It's It's great. I mean, recently I haven't re been recording as much. You might notice that. Um, you might notice me having just like three to five times that I actually talk. The rest are just like intros and just like saying goodbye. Well, that's because I'm starting to run out of things to talk about. But this gives me stuff to talk about. So I'm thinking every week we should do an update like this. Probably the first day of the week so it's an easy like measurement. Like a unit of measurement. 
But then we go to the Lunchbox show. We have another a spike. In between the morning show and the Lunchbox show, there's not much. But then we hit a spike in the about middle of the Lunchbox show when we reach 10. So more than uh, a Monday last week. And uh, then for some reason we hit this huge slope here during the A zone. And then we get another small spike. We go up to six, and then we go down again. Strange. It's like a little, like, it looks like a mountain on the graph. But then, this is what gets me so happy. During my show, oh my gosh, yes. From the beginning to the end of my show, we had an average of 11 listeners. My show that day had the most listeners. I feel amazing. I feel like I just started a YouTube channel and I got my silver plaque. I think that's what it's called. I don't know. But th this is just... It, the feeling, it's so good that I finally have more listeners than the morning show. Which really, that's not much of an accomplishment because I'm in the morning show also, but still, I have more listeners. So, I, I mean, my philosophy, philosophy I use for everything... I don't care what it is, uh, whether it be uh, dirt biking, playing video games, doing this. If you come back with more than you left with, then it's a success. I started with about three listeners on my show, and that was usually my family. Now look at us. We're at 14. What a, what, what a series of events. That means we've had 12... At least 12 more listeners. Because, like, my family, we listen all on one device. We just have, like, our phones. We have just one phone that's just playing and all. We act So, actually, there's four people listening. But it only counts as one person here. So, I don't know. We could have 100 people listening to my show. I don't know. But 14 devices. So, I think that I, that's definitely an accomplishment for me. Uh, I think I think the other people that have their shows should look at this too. It'd be a great boost of morale for the entire WMS media team. I might share this with them. Um, but keep listening. I want to feel this feeling on a larger scale next week. I want to like know what it is. I want to embrace it. Invite it in. I love it. So if we can... I Ooh... I think I know why this is. I gave you guys that challenge of having a person listen to it. You know what? It worked well. I'm doing it again. This time, I want you to share it with another two people. Can't be the same two people as last week. Another two people. And I want you this time to have one of those two people. Instead of just one recording, I want them to listen to two. I mean, I hate, I hate the sound of my own voice. Like, when it comes out of my mouth, I'm fine with it. But when it goes through a computer and comes back out, it sounds different to me. I'm not sure. Maybe that's just because, I, like, in my head, I have it built up what my voice should sound like. And it sounds the same way coming out of my mouth. But after it goes through a computer, it just doesn't sound that way to me. That's why I don't like listening to my voice. It makes me feel awkward. So I never listen to my voice, ever. But I do like hearing that other people are listening to my voice. Because I think part of that reason is they don't know what, like, 
they they don't have this thought built into their heads that my voice should sound a certain way. But I just love it. It's it's great. It's it's a boost for me. It, like not only is like a lot of people, or a lot of people I know are kind of like they try to avoid work. Mm, I I then I invited in because I'm bored all the time. If I don't have work, I just play Minecraft with my cousin. We started a server. It's actually a pretty good server. Uh, I has a max of twenty people on it. I might invite some of my friends to play on it. I don't know, but we're not here to talk about Minecraft. We're here to talk about how we got fourteen listeners for a total of thirty minutes with nobody leaving. So. Once again, just in case you didn't hear me before or you're just now joining, I want you to share my radio show with two people and get at least one of those people to listen to two of my recordings. I don't care about them listening to the songs. So um, even even if it's on the replay, so if you don't want to listen to songs, just like say it's today. You didn't want to listen to the songs today. Well, guess what? I have good news for you. If you go to our website, WMSMediaTeam at Gmail, or not at gmail.com, I'm so used to saying that, but um, com. you can go to, uh, I think it's Recap, and you can listen to all the different shows. So if you don't want to listen to all the songs I put up, because I don't record as much as I used to, you can just listen to it the day after it came out, and it'll skip the songs automatically. It'll just do my recordings. So, if you don't like listening to music, great thing for you. I don't care if you listen to it that way, but I want somebody to listen to it. And if you if you um, if you are uh, like uh, proud of me, I don't know. Sounds like sounds a little weird saying proud, but like if you think I should keep it up, or if you think I'm doing something wrong and you want me to do it a different way, you can email me at. Um, 26, E. Newberry. Newberry spelled weird, so they just like N-E-W-B-E-R-R-Y. So just E and then Newberry. At students, that's a pretty easy word to spell, dot USD 353 dot com. So I will read all your emails and I will see if I can put that into motion. If I can't, I'm sorry, but I it would be greatly appreciated if you guys can uh like give me advice on what to do. Kind of like uh I know I'm the one talking here, but like mentor me. I mean just like give me give me things I can work better at or give me new things to do. I like challenge. I I need more of it. I feel like I'm being repetitive in these shows now. So if we can Get other things to do, so, like, you can submit your ideas. I, I don't know, but just do whatever you think you can do. I might set up, later on in the year, I might set up a email just specialized for this show. That way it'll be a lot simpler. It's not my school email. That might work better. And I'm starting to lose my voice. I've been talking for 12 minutes now in this single recording. Jeez. Um, oh, I hate it when I lose my voice, but... But it would be greatly appreciated if you submit your advice and ideas for new topics in this show. Um, if you do have them, make sure to submit them. You don't have to, but it's greatly appreciated, like I said. 
and we will be <coughs> um, playing some more music, like always. And then we'll go ahead and end the show and pass it over to Gavin with Nights in Quarantine. All right, we're going to say thank you for listening this morning. This has been a Tuesday edition of Coffee with Coach Jenkins. We have plenty more coming for you today. Uh, shows all day long with WMS students. So thank you for tuning in. Remember, as always, you can listen to us on our website at WMSmediateam.com. On there, you can find links to just about everything. Request music you want to hear. Uh, maybe you want to be a guest on a show. Let us know. We'd love to have you. There is apparel on there you can purchase as well. A good way to support our media team during this um, time of we're stuck at home. Uh, the bills and, and the fees don't stop coming, uh, but sometimes the income does. And I want to thank some of our sponsors that have that have paid and stuck with us during this time as well. Um, such an such an interesting time, but but we're excited to be able to do this from our homes all across Wellington. Um, and, and more recordings and more shows than we've ever had. It's it's the the most realistic radio station that we've been able to put forth. So we want to thank you for tuning in and listening and being a part of it here on this Tuesday morning. So let's get you some music, and then let's get you over um, to the morning show. Gavin, Hank, and Easton, they're coming up next. You're listening to Wellington Middle School Radio. Thank you, and go Knights. It's time for Coffee with Coach Jenkins this morning. We are fired up, excited for today's edition. We hope you had a great Easter weekend. And we thank you for jumping on and joining us this morning. You make sure you keep uh, right there. Enjoy the music. We'll be right back. We have an action-packed show for you here on a Tuesday edition of Coffee with Coach Jenkins. Philip Phillips this morning here on WMS Radio with Gone, Gone, Gone. Just like that four-day weekend is gone, gone, gone. But we hope you enjoyed your Easter weekend. Um, I know for some, uh, some of you Catholics out there uh, wrapped up Lent. So hopefully whatever you gave up for Lent, um, you were able to do it powerfully and uh, faithfully. Um, but also... Uh, those, you know, that don't eat meat on Fridays, that's now in the books. Um, it's always kind of a, a good week when, um, it, it, it doesn't ever seem like it's a big deal, um, uh, until you make that commitment and you're like, oh crap, I can't have it today. When, when, although, um, you know, it's, it's, it's not really, I could go today without eating meat, no big deal. Um, but when you make that commitment and it's kind of set in stone for you, uh, it gets a little more difficult. I don't know why. It's just a mental thing, probably, playing with you a little bit. But we hope your uh, Easter weekend went well. I know a lot of – such a weird a weird deal. Traditions a little different than what they've been in the past, um, obviously, with the stay-at-home order. Um, I know a lot of people, ourselves included, watched um, the church service. Uh, we watched multiple church services, actually. Uh, just, just seeing the difference of different people doing different things on TV in the morning – or on your on your computer in the morning, or on your phone, or however you had access to it. Um, we had a big Easter dinner. 
many, many different, um, or, or many similar dishes to what we would have had. It was interesting for sure. The cold, cold front came in. We were going to grill and the, with that cold front and the strong wind. We were unable to keep the grill lit. So we had to improvise and make it a little different, but it worked. It was good. It worked. Um, so it was, it was a really good Easter. It was a really good Easter, uh, weekend to be honest with you. Uh, we were very excited, very, very excited to how it went. And I'm telling you this, this time being at home is, is so, so awesome. It really is great. Another thing that I found interesting is being at home, being able to watch the different church services and see the different church services. It's definitely one of two things. It's definitely an opportunity, um, for individuals or for people all over the world to learn more about different religions. You know, I'm a big believer of, um, there is no one right religion. Maybe there is, but you know, I think if if you're truly trying to follow, um, God and you're truly devoting your life, no matter what religion you're in or, or, I mean, you need to be a Christian, but I feel like you need to be a Christian, but in what denomination you are, it doesn't matter whether you're Baptist or Catholic or, or, uh, you know, Methodist, whatever. I, I just think if you're really devoting your life, God sees that. But I think, you know, it's an opportunity for people to see other denominations. I also think it's a giant opportunity for churches to spread uh, their message. And I, th- I don't know, maybe that sounds a little um, sinister, if you will, but it's a great opportunity for churches to expand their audience and expand their listenership um, and to really grow their congregation as a whole. Um, some churches are doing a great job of it. Others are not. And it's just interesting. Uh, so I'll, I'll, I'll be curious to see how it all plays out. It'll be fun to, not necessarily fun, but it'll be, it'll be just be, be interesting to see when we go back to life as it was, if what churches will maybe gain um, new parishioners and what churches maybe lose some based on what they did during this time during quarantine. So just a thought for you here on a Tuesday morning. We have more good um, songs. And we're talking about churches. Why don't we do church clap here by KB? You're listening to Coffee with Coach Jenkins here this morning on WMS Radio. Online schooling seems to be in full swing. Uh, we are embarking on week three. This would officially started yesterday, but with the extended weekend, um, week three starts today of online schooling here in Wellington. I know in Oklahoma, um, this is only week two uh, for a lot of districts, but week three of online schooling, everything's in full swing, and it's interesting to see what teachers are doing. You know, I'm so impressed with the teachers here in you know, our district in Wellington and UST three by three, but around Kansas and around, um, the, just all around the United States and seeing what they're doing, the effort they're putting in and just the cool projects and ideas. Shout out to Google. Google's is, is what, you know, so many schools across the district or across the country are using, uh, they'd pushed out a new thing yesterday now allowing like your Google meet link to be right there on your classroom page. And I think it's just, 
you know, they're working overdrive. Our teachers are working overdrive, just trying to make it the the easiest and smoothest opportunity, or maybe an opportunity, smoothest process for kids and students, you know, everywhere. Um, so we wanted to give a big round of applause to our teachers, to our administrators, uh, just people working as hard as they can to really make this a doable thing here during a time of uncertainty, a time of unknown. Very different. So we'll see um, but um, how it all plays out. But, you know, we want to we thank you. So for everyone here at WMS Radio, thank you. The NFL draft is coming up. Oh, back to Kyrie's coaching. Um, I was looking online yesterday. It would have been yesterday. Yes. And um, the, the NFL draft is set to begin April 23rd. Um, that's a Thursday. Not this Thursday, but next Thursday. Uh, man, that's coming up pretty soon. And with a uh, announcement that went out, Roger Goodell is going to they're going to they're going to continue with the draft as is um, as of right now, but the uncertainty of what's going to happen here in two weeks. They announced yesterday that Roger Goodell, the commissioner, is going to announce the picks from his basement via Zoom or or you know whatever software they're using. I would assume Zoom or, or Skype or whatever. I mean, they probably have fancier software, but he's going to announce it from his basement. So how crazy is that? So let's say, you know, I don't think this is going to be the case, but let's say, you know, the number one pick in the draft is Joe Burrow, LSU quarterback. If you don't know who Joe is, I'm sure most of you do. I don't think he'll go number one, but let's say that he does. And so, so Joe Burrow, who will be, you know, waiting for the, or has been, waiting for this moment his entire life now is going to get his name called in the NFL draft from the commissioner's basement. (laughs) I just find it to be such a crazy, um, fascinating for sure. But crazy, crazy thing. And, and and I understand, like, don't get me wrong. Don't take this any way the wrong way. I'm no, two things. Number one, it is the world that we're living currently. It is the NFL doing the absolute best they can. I'm sure it's not like the, the commissioner. I mean, he has a ton of money. It's not like his basement is going to be, you know, you think of like a 35-year-old guy living in his mom's basement. It's not going to look like that. It's going to be nice. It's going to look good. And it'll be smooth. When they announced it that way, I found it amusing. Another big football story, if you will, the XFL files for bankruptcy yesterday. And that and that is, uh, that's huge. You know, I'm pulling for the XFL. I think it is a good, it's good to have some, uh, comp- not competition now, because I know the XFL is in the spring. The NFL is in the fall. The XFL was just so different, so unique, uh, and the monopoly of what professional sports is, the one league really dominates. Uh, I, I'm i okay with seeing others. 
I think it's a good thing. Um, so I knew last week the XFL furloughed or laid off all their employees, um, a lot, almost all, to try to, you know, they just couldn't afford to pay them. And it's not that the league did anything wrong. The league's been established for a year. They did everything right to establish the league. They they pushed it out about two years in advance, if not more. I really set everything up, went through all the right processes, hired the right people. The the games were entertaining. There was there was good football. It wasn't great football, but there was good football to watch. Um, and th- they did some unique things like miking up the coaches, miking up the players, and some interesting, funky interviews. Things that you know fans like to watch, and you know I know it, it got criticism at times, but people liked it. There's no doubt about that. But it's just so the league is so young, so it, it's a business. The business is so young, the business can't withstand. I'm not making any money, so uh, frustrating to see them file for bankruptcy. I don't think it'll be the end of the XFL. Um, I think it's a big hiccup. But I think the XFL will be able to manage um, the product. If, if they're able to put the product on the field next year, I think that will be the toughest. If this would hold out and COVID-19 would not go away, we are not able to have a season next year, I think it would ruin the XFL and, and, and kill the, the organization. If we're able to make it last, or, or if it goes away and the XFL will have a season next year and things smooth out, I think they'll be fine. It's a big hiccup, but I think they'll be fine. So it'll be interesting to see how uh, what happens. So for the XFL sake, this has got to go away quick. For you and I's sake, it's got to go away quick too. You know, we want uh, all our healthcare workers to be able to come home to their families and and just to be able to be safe. Um, so it, it, interesting. We'll see how it all you know works out. Um, but you're listening to Coffee with Coaching is here on WMS Radio on a Tuesday morning in April from my basement. We love talking about sports here on Coffee with Coachings. I know you like listening to sports. Let's be honest. I don't know that. I hope you do, but <laughs> I don't really know. Uh, but we love uh, listening to sports here. Or, oh, man, you got me all flustered this morning. We love talking about sports here on Coffee with Coaching. And so let's go to more sports. Baseball, uh, we did talk at the end of last week. You know, I haven't seen you in a few days with the long weekend, but um, we did talk last week about the or about MLB Major League Baseball playing all their games in Arizona. So over the weekend, um, MLB announced not announced, but um, what what surfaced was this next discussion, and you know nothing has become official. These are just discussions between Major League Baseball and the MLB Players Association, and you know what they're trying to work out to make baseball come as soon as possible. And we're talking about maybe. May to June. So I think what they worried about with that proposal was too many teams in Arizona. So now the next proposal has been going, staying in your spring training sites, but playing games in Arizona and then playing games in Florida as well. You know, the grapefruit, grapefruit league and the cactus league, the grapefruit league in, in, in Florida, which is uh, spring training sites to half of major league baseball, half of major league baseball is in Arizona. The tricky part is, you know, so that way you're not playing your in-division teams all the time. Spring training sites are mixed, AL and NL. So the most recent thing that came out, the most recent idea that surfaced, was a realignment. 
and what that realignment would look like would be, for instance, the Royals would not be in the um, AL Central. They would not play the Tigers and the White Sox, the Twins, you know, all those teams that are in the division. Their division would look very different. So it it really creates some unique uh, matchups and some unique paths to the postseason, which, you know, I look at like the NL West. The NL West is going to be very good this year. The Dodgers, I mean, it's the Dodgers. I don't, I don't know how they afford anything, but, but gosh, they're they're so deep and so good. And, and you have the Padres. The Padres are trying to do their best to put together the pieces, but they have to overcome the the, the Dodgers. Also in the NL West, you know, the Diamondbacks go out and get Madison Bumgarner. The Giants are in the NL West. Who they they've added some pieces. They got rid of Bumgarner, obviously, but they've added some pieces. And they're not going to be great, you know, the Diamondbacks, but they'll be okay. The Rockies, who the Rockies always hit the ball out of the yard, right? The Rockies could be good again this year if Arenado stays there long term throughout the entire year. But now the Padres, but but I really see those two teams, the Padres and Dodgers, fighting for the division crown. If they're not in the same division, the Padres really benefit and have a better chance of making the playoffs. You know, the NL Central, the Cubs. Is my my you know my beloved Cubs? They really, you know, they had, they didn't do a ton this off season. They're going to be a good club, and I, you know I I like to see what they do. But they also have a better chance of making the playoffs now because the work that the Cardinals did in the off season, and the work that the Brewers did in the off season, you know, and honestly, really, the work that the Reds did in the off season, the the Cubs didn't match that, so they would. They're good enough to compete. It's going to be a really competitive vision, I think. Probably the, the deepest. Some people will see that as maybe one of the weaker divisions because there's more losses, but I think, you know, they're just beating each other up. So probably one of the deepest divisions in all of baseball. It would, would have been the NL Central. But now if they realign, you know, some of those teams may have an easier path, but some may get lined up with teams like, let's say, the Yankees who the Yankees probably would have had a pretty easy path to the playoffs. Now maybe it gets tougher. So what an interesting dynamic. I, you know, I'm reading stuff online all the time, and and, and a lot of people are, why would you do this? This is breaking so many traditions. And, and some people are saying, uh, well, you know, this is a great idea. This is so cool. It's so forward thinking. I am just on the side of, if there's a third wheel, maybe there's a tricycle, whatever the heck you want to call it. I'm on the side of, I want baseball. You know, I miss baseball. I want to watch baseball. I remember when my daughter was born in 2017, we came home, shoot in the hospital, we watched baseball and then we came home and that's what we watched all the time. You know, um, that's when she was napping in my arms. That's what we watched. We do. We still do her and I still do. You know, she's, she's always, if you ask her, you know, what a, if, if there's a show, we have some shows to watch as a family, but if there's a show that her and her mom watch, it's Kids Baking Championship. That's that's their thing. But if, if you ask her, well, what show do you and your dad watch? Baseball. That's what she'll say. That's what she'll say. Well, I have a son that's coming in May. I want him to build a, I want to be able to do the same right from when he was born. I want that to be an impact. Because um, I think baseball is, you know, America's pastime. I think it's a, it's a big deal. 
and what's a big deal in my life, and I want it to be a big deal in my in my kid's life. Not because I'm forcing anything on them, just because I think it has a ton of true American roots, and I think it's impactful to our nation. So I'm all for whatever it takes to play baseball. These would be played without fans. Yeah, it'd be interesting. <laughs> there was a league in uh in I think maybe was it Taiwan maybe, um some Korean league something that that is playing right now. They started their season their their baseball season up with no fans, and they put cardboard cutouts of people in every seat in the stadium. Really neat to see. If you haven't seen that, looked it up online. Uh, it was pretty funny, but it was pretty cool. I mean, they're, they're trying their best. At least they're playing. So uh, you want everybody safe. You want all the players safe. You want all the coaches safe. All the staff safe. But we also want baseball. So whatever it takes to make that work, I'm on board. Um, we'll be right back. Here's another great hit song on WMS Radio this morning. You're listening to Coffee with Coach Jenkins. <laughs> 